1: linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today
2: Stephen, yeah you take the helm
0: will i take the helm
2: anchors away let's go
0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About The Husband with me Stephen Bailey
2: And me Zoe Lyons, the podcast where we cast a cultural eye over all things reality TV Uh,
0: Still doesn't make sense does it? It doesn't but you know what? We say everything with gusto which Uh is more than most people do and therefore we should get points for that
2: I think that's like most things in life, isn't it? If you say it with confidence and an unwavering eye, people like to believe you.
0: Well, I was thinking that watching the Platinum Jubilee with the Queen um, and I thought, well, there's a lot of presenters here that can't present, but Mm -hmm. they've got the confidence of someone that should be presenting and at the Queen's Platy Jubilee. Do
2: you know what? I think that's that's the only reason I've ever been employed for anything is that I've sort of looked like I knew what I was doing.
0: I don't think that's true. I think you're on everyone's list of favorite comedians. You know. Oh, that's very kind of you, Steve. Yeah, I do. I think you always crop up at least in the top five of people.
2: <laughs> in those conversations where they go, "I wonder what she's doing now."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I always. Where did she go? <laughs> uh, people always say about me though, it's like, "In he's just the camp guy." Yes, oh. yeah, I'm not in the top five. So. Let me tell you what I've been getting my mis- teeth into. Never right, watched it before. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. Think you'll love it, especially with all your holidays. Yeah, because you know I've, you're basically becoming vacuous. Yes, I you am. You've a holiday. You're vacuous. Yeah. There's nothing to me now. There's ne- there's nothing. There's nothing. All those I'm just li- a, I'm just a permatan. Uh, yeah, you are. You're a permatan. Do you remember when you used to do those like cute little bits about boxed wine, et cetera, yeah. et cetera? Oh God she's got a champagne basement guys. she's not one of us anymore i'm just
2: lying about in my board shorts (laughs) (laughs) ladies board shorts so they're slightly finer cut um yeah i always struggle with the bikini i do still wear a bikini but um i struggle with i'm yeah i struggle with getting a pant that sort of suits but you're a woman of a fine form well it's all right bits of it are okay but other bits are unmanageable so anyway i, I digress um so go on tell me what if you can get your teeth into right below deck sailing
0: uh-huh. yacht. love it Have you seen it?
2: I've seen clips, Stephen. The ones I sent you. Clips. I've seen the clips you've sent me. That's the research I've done for this podcast. I have watched the YouTube clips that you've sent me, and um, I can see that this would become quite addictive, actually, because it has it has quite good. Reality TV elements, doesn't it? A controlled environment, yeah. a contained space that you can't get off easily, and a heated working situation.
0: And what I love about it, though, is it's from the perspective of the people that run the yacht, not mm-hmm. the holiday makers.
2: No, because some of them, let's be honest, and I've had a little Google around, are utterly horrific. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So yeah. okay, talk me through your um talk me through your sailing history.
0: So my <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean I've been in one of those you know those inflatable dinghies you get when you're a kid. Yes. And um you're that annoying family in the pool because you bought something way too big.
2: <laughs> You've basically displaced half of a holiday pool with yeah. your inflatable.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like a big orange lifeboat in the kids end of a pool it did not go down well for us no
2: no i thought you'd have one of those unicorns
0: um i've had a unicorn but that was a choice of an adult this was right. when my dad was in charge. we had a lifeboat
2: okay yeah that's sensible
0: yeah that's sensible what else have i done with boats? well this other time i went on a booze cruise when i was in <laughs> Of course I did, with the lads in Ibiza. Yeah. And um, I got seasick and had to be put downstairs where a medic held my pressure points. Are you serious? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and what pressure points need pressure to avoid so, vomiting up your own A ring? <laughs> you are. <laughs> ooh, an A
0: ring so early on. Sorry, I've gone early. Um, so, you're, on your wrist, they had you like pushing your wrist and the top of your neck. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was just me and this other loser. But the other loser, at least, was, like, shit-faced. I was mm. absolutely stone-cold sober. Oh, dear. So if I was you... on the Titanic, just let me go.
2: Oh, well, I think that was how it went. Um, so do you, get... <laughs> do you get seasick, then? Well, apparently I do, yeah. Oh, no. I so know. I'm... I've got quite good sea legs, so I think <laughs> I'd survive on... Um...
0: But you're an adventurist and a show-off.
2: Yeah. I once spent 11 days straight on a boat um, when we were, in, we were on a diving holiday and we were on a boat for 11 days. I know that doesn't sound like an awful lot and people have circumnavigated the globe and I've sort of made that sound more in- adventurous than it actually is. But it was the longest duration I'd spent um, on a boat. And when I got off... <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, getting your land legs back is quite tricky. So, I think that's why I would struggle working on a yacht for a season. Um, I'm fine on the boat, but then once you get back onto land, I we got back onto land and I had to walk through the airport terminal. And honestly, Stephen, it was like I was walking <laughs> on, a, on a rubber floor. Everything was just coming up to meet me. Walk out.
0: Oh, here's, uh, a hey, yeah.
2: a here's a wave. Yeah. Here's <laughs> a wave. But I think the thing that would get to me working in that sort of yachting environment is it's all right if you're a guest on a boat like that, but crew, your your cabin situation is not great. Because it's basically a matchbox, isn't it?
0: I know I'm going to talk your language now. You right. might not have seen Below Deck, mm. but let's go back to the OGBH. Did you not see The Cruise in the 90s with Jay McDonald? Oh, well... On BBC. The thing that made Jay MacDonald a star.
2: Well, I no, but I, I, I'm i a massive fan of cruising with Jane MacDonald. And the show. <laughs> and the show, yeah. <laughs> but mostly we're just cruising. Um,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> we're hanging out in all of Brighton's hot Have spots. Have you not
0: seen the original one? No. Right, this is the homework and we're going to cover it next week. OK,
2: fine. BBC
0: I'm... iPlayer. Mm. Go, everyone. Let's work through it as a family. It's right. just called The Cruise, and it's what made Jane MacDonald a star.
2: Okay. It was a oh.
0: documentary aboard a big cruise ship, and Jane was the turn, and then they had, like, the captain, and they had someone, and it showed you all the cabins, and obviously the holiday makers had these luxurious suites, mm. and they had, well, it was basically like a toilet with a bed in, but if you pushed the <sighs> toilet up, you'd get to wee.
2: It's like a floating prison room, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then I imagine on board a yacht, like below deck yacht sailing, it's even worse. Because yeah, you're it... in the sort of, right, hang on, the pointy end of a boat bow. Um, What's the stern? End. The um, other end. Rear end. Yeah. Rear end of a boat stern. Okay, here's a bit of information for you. Do oh, you know God. where the word posh comes from? Boats. It, well, it is boats, yeah. But can you go further than that?
0: Um, because only people that can go on a bow are posh.
2: Well, sort of. It was when they used to sail from uh, the UK to India. If you were if you were very upper class, you had port out, starboard home. So no, P-O-S-S-S-A. is that
0: where it comes from? Posh,
2: yeah, because you you had the better views if you went port out, starboard home. You should host a quiz show
0: or something. Do
2: you That's know? I should really. So I really much should. knowledge. That is the. That is the. Um, the start and end of my boating knowledge right there in one sentiment.
0: So, mm. have you been cruising? Me? No, I'd rather die. Um, uh, see, I'm shooketh by this, because you like, your adventure days. I can absolutely imagine you on board a lesbian cruise. I did... <laughs> You've done one, have you? You've done no, a gay cruise. No,
2: I did try and get work on one once. Yeah, there's a there's a company in the states that do that do lesbian cruises, um, and uh, I I tried to, I I sent them my details to because I have entertainment and uh, you know me top belly dancer um, so I, <laughs> I sent them my, I tried to get on one of those I think COVID happened and it didn't kind it of been that more recent it can't have been that recent um, would you like to do that I I'm in two minds. Because bits of me like, will it be lovely and you get to those nice bits of the world, you know, have a sort of jaunt around the Caribbean or something. And then other bits of me are utterly and completely disgusted by the idea of having to just stay in the same space as other people. And um, it's the fact that you can't just go. Yeah, you can't just leave. You can't, well, I suppose you could sort of commandeer a, a lifeboat, but I don't think that's, I think that's frowned upon. Um <laughs> If you had your own helicopter and you could just take off, yeah. And come back for the show. Come back for the show and then yeah. just, yeah, bugger off again. Um, I think being trapped on a yacht, like like this particular show, like Below Deck Yachting. Sailing, yachting? Yachting, sailing. Let's go y- yachting, sailing.
0: Sail, sail, yachting. Well, it's called Sailing Yacht.
2: Sailing Yacht. Yeah.
0: Um I don't know if it's called yachting when you're aboard, but the TV show is called Sailing Yacht.
2: Is it yachting, or are you boating, or just floating, shipping? I don't know.
0: Dipping. Who
2: knows? Dipping, yeah, bobbing about. Oh, Paul <laughs> producer saying it's sailing. Yes, that Failing. would make sense. Thank you. Yes, I think we've overcomplicated that. Thank you, Paul producer. Um, yes, you're <laughs> sailing a yacht. You're not yachting it, are you? <laughs> There's bits of it I think I'd enjoy. i tell you what I think I'd enjoy. A high-quality um, slip-on leather uh, boating shoe. Yes. And I think you'd enjoy that too. I think we'd found common ground with that.
0: I definitely feel I could have the outfit because, okay... So, when I used to be a runner in TV, mm. I was obviously on my quest for showbiz fame and fortune. Yes. And so my outfits every day were very <laughs> a la Calab- Carrie Bradshaw. Do you know who that is? Um, uh, y- yes. Go on. I'm um, testing.
2: Is she from. Yeah. Um, she is. Uh, Sex in the it. City. Yes, yes, I've got it.
0: See yes. you acting like you know. By the way, Kim Cattrall from Sex in the City has blocked me on Twitter, and I do not know why. I've never met Kim Cattrall. Really? Yeah, and I don't slag people off on Twitter. So, and she's just blocked you. Yeah, I think though I read I googled it because I was so mortified. Yeah, and apparently she just went on a blocking spree one day. So I think if you've ever said anything nice about Sex in the City, you've been called.
2: Oh, because she doesn't. She's not a big fan anymore. She's not
0: friends. I mean, I'm a legend. Yeah, but that's the vibe I get. So, right. Well what done. was? What were we even talking? Oh yeah, the outfit. deck shoes. Deck yeah. shoes.
2: I think they are called deck shoes as well. I'd have them in a sort of um, tan brown.
0: Oh yeah, you must on a boat. You must. Yeah, yeah. And I'd have a little navy short, and then I. <laughs> I wish I could go back to the year 2009 2010 2011 mm-hmm. right yeah when I worked in production and I went in one day dressed in so it was like a sailor shirt you know like and it, so it was like white and red stripes horizontal I could mm-hmm. do that when I was thin and then it had the cape like do you know like the little <laughs> flap at the back the flap at the back yeah the little sailor flap the little <laughs> sailor flap <laughs> yeah and then it had um in glitter, the emblazoned like anchor. Oh,
2: God, I love
0: it. Yeah. And then I put on a little, the little cap on the side. I basically went in, in, um, you wore a dress. cap. Yeah, I wore the little cap on Into the side. Into work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my friend <laughs> G, who is now a florist, was, has never let me live it down. But I used to just always get dressed up, but it was costume and it was fun. And then I believe TVJ did me. Right. Okay. That was a Wait, great outfit.
2: When you say cap, do you mean like a sailor hat? Yeah, like the little white
0: thing that plonks on your head.
2: Do you, you wore a sailor hat into work.
0: Yeah, and I had my curls coming out the front, and I was like, mm. "Oh my goodness!" I was really feeling myself that day as well. I bet you were.
2: But you know what? I think I'd quite. I think it might. Maybe if we, in some strange uh, parallel world, found ourselves aboard a yacht working that we'd probably end up wearing the same thing I think that's where our wardrobes would come together
0: this is what I find interesting about you when you're with me you're camp yeah you bring it out in me Mm, so Mm -hmm. I think you would if we were together
2: yeah yeah I'd have matching
0: shorts yeah
2: do you know what I've always wanted and I don't Mm. know whether I can get away with this tell me you
0: can you live in Brighton anything else
2: but um, a suit with shorts, like a Bermuda suit. Yes,
0: babe. Yeah? With a belted jacket? Or Next that time you much? do Live at the Apollo, can I style you?
2: Oh, God. <laughs> I really want I really want a safari suit with a belted jacket.
0: I'm going to make this happen. What colour?
2: Um, baby blue.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah? And what would you wear underneath? Like a T-shirt? Just a white bra. T-shirt. Yeah.
2: White T-shirt and deck shoes
0: why are you not doing this and i might even add a pith helmet what's a pith helmet
2: oh it's what they wear in the, the jungle
0: you no, know there's you hard helmets no i i refuse
2: i think i'd look good in the pith helmet
0: no not on live at the apollo i'd turn up go, you
2: go you're taking the piss but like yeah i'm taking the pith. oh
0: my god yeah i've taken the pith all the way you this is great i want you to explore your um fashion more what's happening with the all-in-one boiler suits
2: Oh, well, I wore it out the other day. Yeah,
0: With I the wo- scarf as well on your With head? With the
2: scarf as well and the sunglasses. And why is this and do not you know on what?
0: Instagram? Do you know
2: what? Um, yeah. I bumped into our mutual friend, uh, Rich Wilson. Yeah. Um, and uh, he went, oh, you look great, babes. And I went, oh, thanks. And I felt really... I f- and two people told me I looked really good that day and I felt, I felt, um, I felt uh, full of beans. I've got to
0: tell you something. Mm-hmm. Fashion... People are going to turn on us now, saying it's mm-hmm. becoming too cultured. But fashion is art, and I feel like every time I put a stunning outfit together, you know where you actually think about it, like mm-hmm. you're doing with your boiler suit, your scarf, mm-hmm. your little safari suit, your what's it called, a tith, <laughs> pith. pith, pith, a pith, right? It makes people happy. The amount of times I've actually put the effort in, and I've got mm-hmm. like I've got this amazing gold neck piece that I wore for the Attitude Awards, and people are like. You've made my day. You've made yeah. me smile. And then you get the odd homophobe. That's like mm. what are you wearing. But it's like, I don't care. You're wearing two Sniper yeah. Adidas. It's it's true. It's true. And I think um
2: I think one of the reasons why I'd probably the only reason I enjoy I would enjoy being on below deck is that I would get to wear um i quite like a loud shirt as well and i think there's nothing nicer than being sort of in a mediterranean environment with a warm breeze through your armpits you sound
0: like you want to be a guest more than work on it probably you you don't get to wear a loud shirt they wear all white
2: no they don't they've got it they they mix it up they wear a little uniform don't they yeah
0: oh well on, on sailing yacht yes they do have the orange uniform but on normal below deck they do just wear all white Oh really? Which would be oh, a that's nightmare such an impractical if you were serving colour. coffee. Yeah. Oh, it's such
2: an impractical color, isn't it? You know, you, I'd end up sitting on a greasy rope or something within the first five minutes, and it would just, yeah, not good. It's not good. I I like white, but it's just not. You know, it's. I think it, a woman might. It's. 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 It's not a practical color.
0: I think only boring people can pull off white. Let me tell you for why, mm. because they don't do anything where there's any risk of like that, exactly that. pasta on them.
2: Yeah. The only time you should wear it is if you're a vet. Um, a vet? or <laughs> going, a vet? I don't know. Don't they wear all white? Or I'm, oh, I'm getting confused. Doctors, doctors. Um, uh, near enough. And Or or you're going crown green bowling.
0: That's it. Oh, that's like what old people do on the lawn.
2: Yeah. I yeah. saw two of them walk past me yesterday, Hove, uh, both wearing all white um all white including the shoes and matching white hats and they looked like two sort of five for eight sperm walking down the road
0: <laughs> <laughs> and cricket's white now
2: cricket's white except except when it's not because cricket can be like now they wear those like funky pajamas so
0: is it a posh color white
2: because it feels like very
0: middle class things
2: well well it's traditionally associated with yachting isn't it white like in the in the in days of old, if you know when when the queen, let's keep this topical, would have been on board um, <laughs> HMS Boaty, um, yeah, the crew would have all been in white.
0: Aren't the queen's boats named after Be- the queens?
2: N- um,
0: like aren't they all called like the Queen Elizabeth? The
2: Queen Elizabeth first. Cruises. The QE2. The QE2. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. um
0: Can I just say something about the Queen? It's go got nothing then. to do with what we're talking about, but it's really made me laugh for the past week. Go. Did you see Charles and Camilla on mm-hmm. EastEnders?
2: No, I heard about it, though. So it was I bonkers. I heard about it. It was
0: absolutely bonkers. And I'm a big EastEnders fan. And what they had was basically, they clearly only had them for like 20 minutes. So you could tell the actors had to improv, which, oh, on that show. Yeah. And I feel like all the actors forgot they were actors and just got big chufties. Do you have yeah. chufties where you're from? Chufties? You know, like, like where you're like...
2: Mm, I'm with the Queen. I'm with the, king, I'm with the future yeah.
0: King. With the queen, and, uh, future Queen the, and King. Like they had Jack Brannan off completely off brand be like oh my god thank you so much for coming here and it's like all right jack it's not a tour oh. of the set you're on camera love and then they had linda played by kelly bright who's like this massive fan of like the royals she's such a royalist So she was she was like the lead of the story she has a dog in the show called lady die all of a <laughs> sudden lady die was nowhere to be seen no it killed me. It <laughs> killed me. She's such a royalist, so she has like pictures of Diana and all the different royals and the mugs of the queen yeah. and everything around the house. And it's not just something they've done for this storyline since it's she arrived. It's been going on for a while. It's just something they always refer back to. And the dog is called Lady Di. Oh the my dog God. is on it weekly, and all of a sudden has disappeared. It's in kennels. I'm telling you it made it. me piss.
1: <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance.
0: Now, jumping back to yachting and wearing white. Yes. I found a quote. Right. From a scholar. And it said... (laughs) Why are you laughing at that? Where
2: have you found that?
0: Well, I'm going to let you tell me the scholar. Right. I will never be the woman with the perfect hair who can wear white and not spill on it and chair committees and write thank you notes. And I can't feel bad about that.
2: Hmm.
0: Now, you put you put a slight American accent on them when you
2: were reading that. So yeah. I think that's a character clue. Yeah. Um, um, was it Marilyn Monroe?
0: No. Oh, Marilyn okay. Monroe, no. No, okay. I'll give oh, you I- a clue. We have yeah. discussed them today.
2: We have discussed them today. Oh, okay. So it's Sex in the City. We're going back to? Yeah. And is it what it's... um. Uh, which one is it?
0: You're telling me.
2: Uh, Tell me. Help me. Don't let me struggle.
0: Well, who's this? I will never be the woman with the perfect hair who can (sighs) wear white and not spill. Who's the disaster of the show?
2: Oh, I don't know what they're called. Is it the one with the long dark? Carrie.
0: Carrie. Okay. Sarah Jessica Parker. Because Carrie's supposed to be like us. Like, she can't wear white and her hair won't always be perfect. Right, Okay.
2: I thought she was the perfect one. I thought it was the other one with the short hair that was the imperfect one.
0: No, Carrie's like the flawed one, whereas all the others are like... um, Their characteristics are like... Samantha didn't want to settle down ever. Miranda struggles to find love. that's it. She's a lesbian.
2: In real life.
0: And in the show now.
2: Oh, right, okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Life
2: imitating art, lovely. So...
0: The reason we are talking about below deck sailing a yacht, we've really spoke about everything today. Yeah. This is like an omnibus. Um, is because I saw a clip Mm. where it really kicked off and I said to you, imagine being on this yacht and that happening in front of you because Daisy and Gary have massive beef in front of the guests.
2: Yeah. I get that, I've worked, it's, um, when you work in a sort of intense environment like that, over a long period, because I would imagine you're on that boat for what, six, seven weeks?
0: And I I bet you're always on call, because if the guest wants a coffee at 2am, someone's got to get it right.
2: So I reckon I'd last for about two days before the wheels started to come off my personality, and then, um, yeah. Then, then, then the arguments would definitely happen with other crew members. Maybe even fisticuffs. Who knows?
0: No, it's
2: uh, you know, it's an intense environment. It's a really intense environment. I waitressed a lot when I was
0: younger. Did you ever waiter? I got fired after four hours. Did you? Yeah. Have we talked about this before? I can't remember. Why did you get fired after four hours? Because someone was sick on the dance floor. <laughs> And the boss came over and said, Stephen, you need to go and clean that up and I said, No. I do the bar. And they said, Yeah, but you're new, you have to you have to do everything. Everyone has to it's like all hands on deck. Yeah. And I said, Oh, I don't work here anymore, sorry. And that was it, you just walked. And I've never worked in what is it called? Like catering hospitality. Catering hospitality. I've never worked in hospitality ever again.
2: Oh, I spent years. Did you? Years in hospitality. Would
0: you tell me customer stories? Like, did you kick off with them? Did you kick off with your colleagues? Did you ever do that thing like, you know, something inappropriate to their food?
2: Um.
0: Okay. Well, Well, here's a little chip for you that you may
2: not be aware of. but um. And I'm just saying this sort of, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that I did this, but I'm, I'm aware of the effect of this, that to... to drops of eyedrops in anybody's dish will give them the shit oh. so you know there you oh. go yeah but i used to work in a in a well-known american style restaurant when i was younger does it still and, exist yeah and um we used to do that thing oh this is awful i feel terrible telling you You're this tell just it's just does. okay so there were two different sort of colors of balloons that we'd give out to kids
0: Red and blue.
2: Red and another colour. Wow. And, yeah. And um, at the beginning of the shift, we decide that um, oh, ugly no. kids would get oh. the white balloons so that you could spot them as you walk around the restaurant.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> and with the loads of, like, white balloons. <laughs>
2: No, sometimes there was only one, uh, which made it even funnier. That's worse. Yes, I know. It's terrible. It's adorable.
0: But would you say that is the kind of thing you need to get through a shift? Absolutely. Because
2: honestly, I've never worked so hard in my life as I did when I I was in hospitality. It's such hard work. And a lot of people are really lovely. But let's be brutally honest, Stephen. A lot of the general public are. Gums. Yeah. I mean, they're just horrific, just awful people. And the way that they talk to serving staff is just awful. That's why I am so polite whenever I'm in a situation where I'm dealing with somebody who's serving me. I am always so... because I know the shit they go through. I used to work in quite a posh restaurant in the end. I sort of moved up market and um, quite a famous sculptor used to come in. And uh, I remember serving him one day. And he said to me, if I have an espresso, how long will it keep me awake? And I said, what? And he went, if I have an espresso, how long will it keep me awake? And I thought, do you genuinely expect me as a member of waiting staff to have worked out the biological physics behind one espresso and its caffeine contents and your body mass—I mean, I actually looked at it and went, "Listen, love, I went look at the way, look at the apron. That gives you a clue as to what I'm doing here. I'm dishing plates. I'm not working out chemistry or biology. You I just want to know how long an espresso will keep me awake." And I went, "Well, do you know what I would do? I'd have, I'd have a decaf, and then you won't have the problem." And He went, "Right, I'll have a decaf." And do you know what I did, Stephen? Gave him a full one. I gave him a full caffeinated espresso and I thought, well now you'll be able to answer your own question.
0: Can I just say though, if I was in that situation, this way we're so different, I would have gone four hours. <laughs> Why? I, because then I could have just got on with my life.
2: Yeah, I maybe made that harder for myself. Do you not think? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I I did I I chuckled to myself as I put down a fully caffeinated loaded espresso in front of him and I thought now you'll know and then now just because know.
0: of on below debt like obviously they're like flirting and they be- and then the boss is like being like can we just have professionalism on the yacht please mm. did you have like a control freaky kind of what they call like a station manager or something
2: yeah yeah there was a maitre d' in one of the maitre restaurants G. I worked in who was who was quite controlling yeah and um, it had to be because we were all over the place. We were. <laughs> That's how you get through it if you're dealing with people. Now, I I had a little Google around uh, below deck, yacht sailing, oh, yeah. sailing yacht, sailing yacht.
0: Tell
2: me. I thought I, I looked up worst customers or worst oh guests, yes. worst guests. Uh, came across Erica and Chuck. Have you? Did you? Did you find these two? No.
0: On this one?
2: Yeah. Oh, oh no. man. Chuck or Charles. Uh,
0: what an asshole. I think if you're called Charles and you go to Chuck, yeah. you can tell you're a bit of a bell end.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's quite an American thing to do, isn't it? Um, but uh, a very obnoxious character who uh, is basically a man-child, I'm going to say. Yeah.
0: Rude. What did they do? Just constantly rude
2: rude rude about the food rude about the service rude about everything and just in that way that sort of nothing you do for them is going to be right because they are the center of their own worlds and um yeah I don't know how you don't chuck people like that overboard when you're working on a boat
0: how do you not chuck chuck off
2: how do you not chuck chuck off I'd have chuck chucked off
0: But just to play devil's advocate, Mm -hmm. have you ever been rude to a waiter or waitress? uh, um, Not well. It's not a quick no, is it? No. uh,
2: I, I never start the conversation rude. I never go in rude. But if I get less than good attention back... I'll quickly go there.
0: Yeah. yeah, I will. you um, not to them, but definitely about them, do you know, mm. to like whoever I'm with, because sometimes I feel like you can't get rid of them. Do you want to water? Do you want to drink? What do you want for your dinner? And he's like, have I have we just sat down, I need to go. Yeah. I need my arrival we first. <laughs> and then and then it's like at the end when you get the bill, and this is what always. Blows my mind. You try you want the bill, you wanna leave. You can never get anyone's attention or get a hold of them. Mm. Surely they want to go home.
2: Oh yeah. That's nothing. Like the first thing you want to do when you get to work is go home. Yeah. 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 So sometimes I get a bit like
0: oh my God.
2: I answer me this. Are you a good tipper?
0: Well, I think I'm well actually maybe <laughs> I'm a bit of a dickhead. I was gonna say I think I'm a fair tipper. Oh, what's like, fair? Well I tip depending on how well it's gone. Like, if there's been a bit of an... Do you know when they're, like, almost, like...
2: Are you a 10 percenter?
0: No, I don't really do it like that. Okay. If if it's fine, I do the 12.5%. Right, okay, good, yeah. Um, If it's one where it just comes on the bill, they can just have it. If it's Mm. one where you've got to make up your own... It really it depends. Because if it's one of those where they've just kind of like slammed your food down to not been, do you know, like mm. you finish your drink, you can't get hold of them. Then it almost feels like you're serving them. Do you mm-hmm. know these ones? Yeah. yeah. They're like, throw your food at you. I can't yeah. believe I've got to get. They, I'm not afraid to give them zero.
2: <gasps> You'll go a whole zero.
0: I will go a whole zero if they deserve it. Having said that, I have tipped... Very well before.
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. A whole zero. I don't think I've ever left a whole zero. Whole
0: zero. My friend Laura gets them to take tips off if it's that bad. You know, sometimes when it just comes <gasps> yeah. with the tip on, yeah. I would never do that. I just always think just pay it and leave. It's another yeah. performance. My Remove friend Laura the added
2: gratuity. Wow, that's a... bad.
0: She's yeah. like, We couldn't find you for half an hour, can we take that off? <laughs> She does. <laughs> you die, you yeah. die when yeah. she does that. Yeah. What are you like?
2: I am a pretty good tipper. If anything, Always. I over t- If anything, I overtip. Mm. But I think that that sort of highlights a sort of hole in my own personality and my desperate need to be a people pleaser. Yeah. Uh, and also being on the receiving end of zero whole tips. Um, actually, worse than a than a zero tip is like the. 25p tip
0: oh i knew you were gonna say that
2: um and i have in the past given it back to the person and said you clearly need this more than i do oh
0: my god yeah
2: yeah and then thought actually i could have done with that um
0: (laughs) because i will say though like um sometimes people don't deserve good customer service
2: no that's true I've had people being very, very, very rude to me.
0: Yeah. But don't you find, how do you look at our job? Because sometimes, I know like some people go out with these massive egos that are like, they didn't get me, they didn't get me, (laughs) fucking audience, fucking audience. And I always think, I'm sorry, I think if it's your own show, right, that's one thing. But I think if you're taking a spot on a comedy club, Mm. of which there is an MC in three, I do think it is your job to melange yourself to the audience.
2: Or at least try and, well, I mean, read the room. Yeah. Try and read the room. And um, uh, adapt one's performance to the audience that is in front of you. Yeah. And if it doesn't, and if you don't and you're unwilling to do that then don't be angry with them.
0: That's how I feel. And yeah. in a way, I always feel like it reminds me of when I worked at a supermarket sometimes doing our job because <laughs> there's some that you like and you'll chat to for ages and you'll make sure they have leave having a good experience and there's some that are absolute scum, as yeah. you said earlier, where it's like, do you know what? We've just got to get through this and then hopefully I'll never see them again. But you can be mad at them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I imagine if you are trapped on a boat for two weeks with absolute dicks, it's going to be... Like I said, that time I did the boat trip, it was 11 days. And um, I found it fascinating. I found it really interesting. It was like a sort of... It was like a sort of floating... I don't know. Nobody got murdered, but it did feel like a whodunit, if you know what I mean. It felt like it had that potential. Like, if somebody went missing, it would be like, oh, yeah, like a sort of.
0: So, did it start where everyone was like dead good friends, really, really close? And then as it went on, it was like.
2: Well, what happens in those sort of situations is in the first sort of day or so, you present your best side, don't you? Like in a marriage. Yeah. And then it slowly sort of. You slowly reveal your true identity. Um. Yeah, there were a couple of really, really odd characters on that boat. Um, and then what happens is you, you form little splinter groups, don't you? Where you have little discussions about each other. It's quite, yeah.
0: It is yeah. why these shows are perfect, because they are, yeah. even though they're produced to an extent, they are true to life. Like, I think about when I did Celebrity Coach Trip, it was no different <laughs> to when I did the coach trip to Paris in Year 7. Yeah, yeah. The only difference was Duncan from Blue was on board. <laughs> it wasn't Duncan, it was Simon and Anthony, but you get the drift.
2: I get the drift, yeah. Yeah. No, that's why those sort of environments work.
0: Because yeah. exactly that. You start off on the first day, everyone's goodwill in asking questions about each other. Oh, do you want a bit of my Harry Bow Starburst? Yes, I would like a bit of your Harry Bow Starburst, Rusty mm. Lee. And then, <laughs> Rusty Lee. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, a, a day into the drive, Everyone's like, God, can't we get some proper food? It? Yeah. And it was exactly the same. And you'd broke off into your little fours wherever you yeah. sat on the coach. Doesn't matter if it was in Paris, school trip, or celebrity coach trip. All the same. And the in, same. In, in my experience, celebrity coach trip was better because when on, my, on my Paris coach trip to year seven Paris, I was asked out by this girl, went out with her, And then by the time I'd gone back to my seat, 10 minutes later, she'd changed her mind. Wow, that's a quick turn. It was a quick turn. Even for you, Stephen, that's a quick turn. She was literally crying on the back seat. Hang on, she asked you out? She asked me out. Yeah. Then she was crying on the back seat because um, she thought I was gay. And I was not gay right then. (laughs) Weren't you? Well. I mean, weren't you, really? I did fancy Daniel in pink. There you go, you see, yeah. Okay. I didn't know what it all meant. It was the 90s. I don't think we're allowed (laughs) to talk about it.
2: It's a traumatic experience.
0: So then, you know how I felt when I got on Celebrity Coach Trip? I was like, oh, great. God damn... You know, who was I? Yeah. Goddamn, Tanya Basley's going to ask me out and then cry. Cry in the back seat because while I'm eating gay. an egg sandwich. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. I've
2: never, I'll have tell you the other thing about boats. Um, I've never wanted to own one. You know, some really? People really? No, you know some people really want to own boats? No, never, never fancied the boat. Never fancied it.
0: What is it you don't fancy about it? The
2: maintenance and upkeep and keeping it out of the water. Getting out of the water. Getting
0: out, of the, getting, getting the boat out of the water.
2: You have to. Cause it's really expensive to keep a boat. They really cost a lot of money. But I thought
0: people you, live on it because there's no council tax. So no, I don't think if boats. you've got a
2: boat big enough to live on, you you'd you have to worry about council tax. I did a little. I do you know how much it costs to keep? Right, there's been a lot of talk about super yachts recently in the news for various reasons. Yeah. Do you know how much it costs to keep a super yacht? Do you know how much it costs to fill up a super yacht with
0: petrol or diesel or whatever it is they use? Six hundred and seventy pound.
2: <laughs> oh, Stephen!
0: Too low or too high?
2: Way too low. Really? Way too low. Well,
0: it's not far off actual petrol, is it? Two pounds no. a tank I a saw super yacht. Ed- a full tank on a super yacht. Go on, have a, have another guess. So I was was I really low with my guess? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Eight thousand
2: seven
0: hundred and sixty-three pound. No, no, higher or
2: lower? Higher.
0: Are you kidding? No, I'm not. If I well, I don't want a yacht anymore. Then. I mean, a super yacht, like a. I need to Google what a super yacht is.
2: Well, I can't spell yacht. I've just discovered. Yeah, a That's why I always put boat. But you can't if you put super boat. It doesn't.
0: Yeah, a super boat would be like one of those things that carries those containers. Super
2: super yacht.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, right. okay. They're quite big. I understand. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So a super yacht is a it's about an average of sort of seventy meter boat. Yeah. Right. Um. So if, for a year, for a year, this is saying it's going to cost about half a million dollars. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean it's On- a 500 liter tank. That's gonna I mean that's a long t- you're gonna be stood a long time at the pump as well.
0: $31,000 for a 12 hour cruising period.
2: Yeah, wow. That's that your that's your that's your, that's your normal cost, isn't it? <laughs> that's your normal price.
0: <laughs> oh my god. It really annoys me. I want to be like American rich, not yeah. British rich.
2: Yeah. $31,000 for a 12 hour cru- yeah. So that's. Um,
0: I would like to go in a super yacht now that I've seen one.
2: And um, so it costs roughly if you've got a super yacht. Yeah. It's roughly two to three thousand dollars an hour just to
0: power it along. Just to exist on it.
2: Yeah. No, that's not just the existing on it. That's that's just powering along.
0: Well, I've just and found they've got the article, maintenance. Super yacht. Azam, which measures 180 meters, is likely to cost its owners around 60 million per year.
2: Yeah, that's why I don't want one. That's yeah. why I've said no.
0: Every time they've offered you,
2: you've like not. Um, for no, me, I don't want babe, it. Not I don't for want me. it. Because then you've got the right. So then you've got the fuel. You've got the maintenance. You've got the crew.
0: The cr- I didn't even think of the crew.
2: You've got the crew. And did you do imagine- it without the crew? No, I don't think you could do that without the crew. Have you it. got any sailing experience?
0: Um, Except for
2: your dinghy in the sailing pool. Sailing experience?
0: No, not really. I've been dragged across the back of a... <laughs> do you know, like, is it Windsor? What's it called? Do you know where they get you on skis and they pull you on the back of a boat and you stay up for about a second? Water skiing? Yep. That's my experience. Of sailing? Yes.
2: Right, Okay. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to say that you're probably not a skilled skipper then. Okay. I did a two-day course on a laser in um, Hove Lagoon. And the laser is a small, very, very small boat. I'm going to say it's more like a sort of sanitary pad with a sail on top. Um, it's That's the sort of size of it, like a big sanitary pad, but with a sail on top. Um, unfortunately, the weekend we decided to do it, there was a very, very strong wind. And um, these vessels yeah. are highly nimble. Um, and I... I mean, thank God I wore a helmet because the, um, the bow thingy, sail bow thingy kept sweeping by and I got knocked off the boat more time. Boom! <laughs> Poor producer Paul is saying boom. He's getting really angry now because he's a sailor and we're just absolutely mangling <laughs> all of our <laughs> boating <laughs> knowledge here. Yeah, the boom. Um kept swinging back and two and kept hitting me on the hitting me on the head, and I kept falling into Hove Lagoon, which is oh basically my. four foot of swan shit uh, oh. yeah, and then at one point the wind was so strong, I was flying along on this little laser, and Hove Lagoon is like a walled lagoon. Yeah. I couldn't turn in time because I got really confused with the ropes and I basically just mounted the, of the side of the lagoon, nearly killed a dog walker.
0: I don't think sailing is easy. I don't think it's easy. I either. went kayaking. Yeah. And. I ascended, just floated out to sea. <laughs> I had to get rescued. Did you? Yeah, because I was, like, but I was trying. I think people thought, oh, Steve is just being silly. And I was like, no, I was actually trying, but I just didn't move forward. I kept pushing myself <laughs> backwards.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't feel at one with the sea in that respect. No. No. no, no I no. think it seems like a really lovely idea. And then you get the manual for it and you're like, God, this is involved in it tides and stuff
0: yeah and do you know as well when people go on cruises and go you don't feel the waves Mm. i don't believe them
2: no i've seen the poseidon adventure
0: yeah it's like when people say flying's fun stop lying to us no it's not no it's really not
2: Mm. no wouldn't mind a jet ski oh yeah I, i think even i could do that i've done it once um and uh, unfortunately, and this going back to my bikini bottom choice,
0: did they come off?
2: Well, not quite, <laughs> but uh, I mean it those was quite those foofy. <laughs> it was quite a powerful jet ski, and uh, picked up quite a lot of speed. And you get quite a lot of wave action around the front end, yeah. of, of the. Um, anyway uh i got off the jet ski and i was halfway up the beach before i realized that one half of my uh, nether regions was hanging out so um
0: did you lose a lip
2: yeah pretty much yeah yeah on a jet ski
0: that happened to my mum when we <laughs> not on a jet ski we were just on a family holiday and she got out the water and the left lip was hanging out so every time she's like why do you think you're gay I'm always like the left lip, lip bitch left lip.
2: that doesn't leave you that does not leave you right well I think we've learned Stephen that we're neither of us are apart from the outfits and no. the, um, the sailor suits neither of us are cut out for a, a life on water
0: absolutely not no oh my god no it's not for us is it no hmm. so who is your husband of the week
2: Ah, I've gone very rural. Go on. So I've just returned from a very happy week in the Austrian
0: hills, as you do. You're always on holiday these days. It's so annoying.
2: Well, as a lesbian, I've got a full wardrobe of sensible walking shoes and anoraks. So I like to sort of take it out to where it's most at home, which is in the Tyrol, uh, southern region of Austria, up and down a mountain. I had a very jolly time. And... um, Uh, it was up one of these said mountains that I encountered an Austrian dairy cow farmer. And um, he was so, yeah, have you ever seen an Austrian cow? No, I'm going to Google it. They're really pretty. And I don't mean that in a creepy way, but they are, I mean, they are bovine beauties absolutely stunning beasts
0: i love the word bovine oh yeah that is a cute cow
2: yeah they're very very pretty um they look after their dairy cows incredibly well they're sort of they're sort of treated like royalty sort of yeah
0: so they should Grassy, be. Yeah,
2: and they are beautiful, beautiful animals. Um, and they've all got their little dinky, dinky, dinky bells on. Oh. Which is really nice to a point, and then it becomes quite irritating. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, imagine
0: that.
2: Yeah, when well, there's a lot of dinky going on. Anyway, there was an escaped cow on one of the routes we were on. that sort of got off piste, and um, the farmer had to come along with his little son, who was dressed identically like the farmer, like a little mini farmer. Oh. And they, they gathered up said cow. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, what a, what a lovely man! He'd, he'd big farmer hands. Do you know I his name? No, but I'm imagining it's hands or something yeah. like that. Big hands. Big hands. Yeah. big hands. <laughs> big There's hands a bar and little in hands. Barry Manchester
0: called that. <laughs> Is that? <there? laughs> yeah, big hands. I'll take you next time you're up. <laughs> Is it hands or hands? Big hands. It's called big hands. Yeah. As
2: in. A fistful, as in,
0: yeah, fistful.
2: A fistful of hands. Yeah, okay, yeah. Which I think a fistful of hands is what you call a group of Austrian farmers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the collective noun.
0: I'd love a fistful of hands.
2: I know, darling. That's why I brought it. <laughs> that's why I brought it up. <laughs> but he was charming, and and ruddy. He had a ruddy complexion, like skin that you had been sort of weathered by. Um, alpine winter and reddened by alpine springs
0: it's a sexy look that i actually know it's exactly really... what you mean mm,
2: yeah i bet he's i didn't get close enough but i bet there was a sort of mustiness to him that was appealing as well Oh,
0: i can feel it
2: yeah it sort of blended in with a sort of sweet yet appealing smell of um
0: bovine dung i love how you find all these men by the way I know. I know. I've got a keen eye. Oh, Jesus wet. Yeah.
2: He had a big stick as well.
0: Anyway, moving on. Well, I'm staying on theme with right. my husband of the week. Mm. And I've gone for Popeye. Oh, I love Popeye. <laughs> yeah. I honestly think he was my first crush. You know when he used to take the spinach and then be like, dong, yeah. dong, dong, dunk, dunk, like strong now. Yeah. I don't even think that I care that he... You know, squinted with one eye yeah. and smoked a lot. I think yeah. I was really. <laughs> in- yeah. <laughs> I, I used to love to be his olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> You'd make a great olive oil. Thank you.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm very. Uh, that's a great choice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Well I used done. to love him as a kid. I loved the cartoon, the Robin Williams films. Was yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't there a more recent Popeye film? Oh I don't know. I'm not sure I might have much made that up. Pass me. Anyway. By. Good choice. Well Thanks. done. Thank you. On Thank brand you. and you. on board. Well with that, um I'm going to do the um this is what they do when you leave a boat, isn't it?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> this is the announcement.
2: That's me playing my tiny lesbian horn (laughs) as we all step off the Let's Talk About the Husband boat.
0: I love that for us. Is that all you're going to say? You're not going to say, like, thanks for visiting?
2: Thanks for visiting.
0: Do come again. Subscribe, like, share,
2: tell your friends, or just walk along the gangplank. We don't care. As I said, gangplank, I spat there quite dramatically and it hit my screen.
0: <laughs> there are no words we you some days. No,
2: sometimes I should just not say things, but they no, just come out. No, do
0: say them. Everyone, you need to start telling your friends because we're actually, you know, we're getting people listening now
2: which is remarkable
0: (laughs) now we need more people to listen so we become even more professional
2: yes we will we will endeavor to become more professional um and if we get more listeners we will we will also buy matching sailor outfits which i can't
0: wait for and i'm willing to do a kayak okay with you you, and we'll put it camera yep we'll put it on the gram Listen, I live in Brighton.
2: I've got easy access to kayaks. I know um, you do. And yeah. then we'll
0: get some hot donuts at the end. Bitch. We'll get some
2: hot donuts, and we'll, we'll paddle along in our little sailor outfits. I'm really looking forward to that. That's like a dream think come
0: true. For next time, you should watch the cruise on BBC. Right. Then we watch cruising with Jane McDonald, and then we talk about cruising together. Full stop. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. <laughs> I'm going to get a little cruising outfit. Perfect. I'm yeah. to see if I've still got, like, my uniform or Please something. Please find that. Dig yeah. that out,
2: because I yeah. genuinely want to see that. It was a decade ago, but
0: I, I will try. Listen,
2: can you still get in it, do you reckon?
0: Absolutely not.
2: No, just split it up the back and lace it
0: up. Covid was unkind. <laughs> oh, well, ta-ta
2: for now, my sailor friend. What do they say on, um, like... Ado- get off a boat. Uh... Adios. No, I don't think it's adios. Um, um About or, deck. About uh, deck. Maybe producer Paul knows what they say when you leave a boat. Nope, nothing, nothing to move No, nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. No, no, Paul's got nothing. No. Goodbye, just get I
0: think. I think it's good I think it's just get off my boat. Get off my boat. You ain't my boat. Yes I am. <laughs> ta ta! Bye